Hello, everyone. Welcome back to In Over Our Heads with Shelby and Mike. This week, we're here with our good friend, Eric Torenberg, the founder of Wrapped FM and one of the founding team members at Product Hunt. How's it going, Eric? Uh, it's going great. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. So I was hoping you could start off uh, by giving our listeners just a little background about you know, the last few years of your life and how you got to where you are right now, just so they have some context for this. Sure. So uh, long story short, I graduated University of Michigan uh, and started Rap FM, uh, which was a, uh, a website where you could freestyle rap with anyone in the world over webcam and have a live audience uh, watch, chat, and vote who they like best. Uh, I moved to Detroit from, University, from Ann Arbor uh, and built that uh, and worked on it for about two and a half years. And I'm still working on it. Um, but not as much as I was, obviously. And then uh, about half a year ago, I got into 500 Startups, uh, which is an accelerator in San Francisco uh, with RapDefend, moved there. Uh, and then after 500 Startups, uh, RapDefend hit, in terms of like a business, some major roadblocks. Uh, and just to quickly say, one of them, which was our CTO got married, uh, which was great for him, <laughs> um, and um, we're super happy for him, but uh, couldn't, could no longer work kind of startup hours and startup salary. Um, and two, we had major technical issues. We were building a, like a bi-directional video platform at scale. It's pretty complex. Um, just to give context, uh, YouTube just paid a billion dollars for Twitch.tv, which you know, was also part of Justin TV, which does that really well. So it's, it's a very valuable piece of technology. And three, as I got further within the music industry, uh, I realized that it, it was, one, it's, a, it's like a 10-year game, kind of like Detroit, you know, yeah. in some ways. It's a, it's a long game. And two, I was excited about building communities. That was a big learning for me, building communities around self-expression. Yeah. Uh, but not so much. Like, I didn't care about the next American Idol or disrupting the record labels. So it didn't align with, like, the venture-backable model. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's hard when you want to build something cool, but you also want to make a lot of money doing it. And those things are sometimes at odds, and they were with Wrapped. Yeah. Um, and anyways, as so Wrapped was thinking of pivoting to or expanding to debate, um, which has a much bigger market and much bigger you know, opportunities to, to monetize. And as I was doing that, my friend Ryan Hoover at Product Hunt, um, he was building something kind of similar, but in text instead of video. And uh, I joined him initially to just learn how he was doing it. Uh, and as I was joining him, uh, it started to blow up. Yeah. And, you know, realized text is a lot easier to, to build and to monetize. <laughs> um, and I joined Product Hunt. Uh, we, you know, got into Y Combinator. And that's, that's where I'm at right now. Nice. So I guess a follow-up question to that would be, you know, what compelled you so much about Product Hunt that uh, you were willing to make that transition and go full-time on it? Yeah, we were, so it was funny, before I joined Product Hunt, we were, like, building, yeah, everyone's copying Product Hunt now, but we, like, we were, <laughs> a few months ago, we were building something called, we called Wrap This. I don't know if you saw my Facebook yeah. post, but I, I was trying to do these, like, debate topics, and we were trying to, what Product Hunt did for, for products, we wanted to do for, for ideas and debates and conversations I just thought it was an amazing medium. Uh, what was so fascinating about it was, um, so pro just quick background, it's like kind of like Reddit, you know, uh, format. There are upvotes, you know, it, it's curated. Um, but the difference about Product Hunt 
is that now product hunt is the list of the best products every day, but in, in the future, it's going to be a lot more than that or a lot, you know, best books, best games, best, best everything. Yeah. Um, the difference of product hunt is that it's curated by the top 1%. Or that sounds so uh, <laughs> elitist. What I mean by that, it's, it's, uh, it's restricted. Um, so on my Facebook post, for instance, they would get a hundred comments, but they would be, you know, some, there would be some trolls. There would be a lot of noise. Uh, and I, I can't, you know, I don't read things, or I don't read Reddit or Hacker News religiously. I guess I don't have a ton of patience. And I just want to know uh, what the people who are most relevant to the situation, who have the most knowledge or expertise, what they think. Yeah. And when you, in fact, because there was so much noise and so much trolling on my Facebook posts and in some of these forums, it actually prevents uh, the, the experts from weighing in. Mm-hmm. And Product Hunt was going directly to the founders uh, and, to, and to the experts uh, to, to create conversation. So I had an amazing reading experience. Even I was, I wasn't contributing. I didn't care about adding my thoughts. I cared about learning. And so I was thinking how could, you know, products are, are amazing, but this could be applied to everything. This could just be a new way of curating content and discussions on, on the internet. And I was so, it's so aligned with my personal uh, interests and motivations. Cause the way I learn any topic is seeing what the experts and creators think. Yeah. And so this needed to exist for me. And I think that I'm like uniquely uh, curious and, and interested and potentially capable of building it. Yeah. So I have a question, Eric. I mean, cur- curation and curating is, is a word that I think we use often, especially in building online communities um, mm. or even physical communities and like bringing people together. Uh, so tell me what you look for. And um, especially in tech and products where with where, where product ten is right now, um, I find that creators and experts and makers and the types of products that you know you've come to encompass the breadth of them. Um, how do you determine um, who's a contributor and who isn't? Yeah, so it's uh, we d- disclaimer to all of this that it just sounds elitist and arbitrary, <laughs> uh, and and to some extent it is. I mean, in the beginning. You know, so all right, So here's the thing. If you are maker of a product, you're allowed to comment not only on your posts, but forever. So, you know, uh, once you're a maker, you have commenting privilege. And in the beginning, it was just people that me and Ryan knew and were friends with or, or, or admired. Yeah. Um, and so people we could trust. Uh, and so right now, we're, we're, the way we're spreading it is so, so instead of us two making decisions, we're uh, giving power to the people who already have power to comment to recommend friends, and so it's just uh, people who we know and trust, and then who those people know and trust, and then from there um, it'll spread outward. And we've we've been very proactive about trying to get more uh, females on, on commenting and posting, especially in the beginning, because it was you know Ryan, mostly Ryan and me. We had mostly male friends, um, and so there's no magic formula. Uh, it was just. Who, who we knew, trusted, or, or appreciated, and who, who they liked. Yeah. Yeah, well, Eric, I don't know if you remember, we had a brief Twitter conversation about your uh, your lack of females on product time. Oh, I, I, I vaguely remember. <laughs> I, vaguely, I vaguely remember now. Yeah, no, I think it's good, and I think that intentionality is, is something to be um, sought after, especially right now so early in development. Um, you have, like, ability to create the community that you want to have yeah. and diversity as well. And we're trying to open it. I mean, right now we could like we don't even have a, a full time developer, or we're just getting one. You know, so we didn't have like 
we had spam is a very big issue, you know, uh, whether it's, it's people making bots or just people like people being trolls. Like, you don't see trolls on product line. That's because that's what we limited in the future. We want to open it up while also preserving community and create, you know, uh, technical solutions for people to see the most interesting or the most relevant content on top, just like Reddit is able to do. Yeah. So, so I know you guys are in, um, Y Combinator right now, and have you had a chance to use Alexis Ohanian as a mentor at all? Yeah, he's like the biggest one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I mean, he's been, he's been fantastic. Uh, he, yeah, I mean, Reddit, Rap Genius, Dig, we've been like very fortunate to talk to the founders of all of them, and we, you know, we talk about all these problems with them or all these, you know, uh, topics, and they, they all have different answers, <laughs> um, but they've, they've, been, they've been very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of our mini goals is to have Alexis Ohanian on this podcast. So maybe we'll be tapping you on the shoulder in, in a few months yeah. to see if we can make that happen. Sure. But, uh, one thing I wanted to ask about, um, obviously, you know, I've been following Ryan for a little while and, you know, he obviously has a way that he builds community and, you know, you have a way that you build community. Can you talk a little bit about how those may differ and, and how they may complement each other? Yeah, I would say it's very similar. It's, it's a lot about, uh, personal relationships, yeah. uh, with, with the users. It's a lot about, we call, we call it delighting users. Um, you know, getting their, we call it building in public. So getting their feedback, um, making them feel that they have a sense of ownership in it. Um, really just caring about the people, and as they were your friends, you know, it's one thing I learned from, you know, I learned, I made a lot of mistakes with, with wrapped that I'm now seeing, you know, uh, seeing a product hunt, um, how it's just different. And one thing was, yeah, I, like I wrap, it just be, and we, we, we weren't even as successful as product. It just became too much. I couldn't get back to all of to everything, yeah. but someone has to, it has to be, you know, um, yeah. I mean, the short answer is that Ryan is just on email and Twitter and I am too all day long. And I didn't even have a Twitter account before product time. Like I had no wow. interest in Twitter. <laughs> I never, I don't, I don't read any, you know, I, but yeah, we just make it a point to get back to everyone. We have trick. We, you know, I wrote a post, uh, uh in which I talk about how we use a uh, streak shortcuts. Right, right. Um, but I mean, it's, it's just one thing. It's an ego, it's an ego thing. And I, I got a bit carried away with, with wrapped at a certain point when we were doing really well. Um, it's just, you know, the kid in, Detroit is just as important as, or is, is important just like the investor in San Francisco, you know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. or, or, or wherever. And uh, those people, if, if it's something you can do right away, do it. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in learning. I know, you know, you came out of the Detroit ecosystem. Wilner and I have both seen Detroit and Vegas up close. Um, and now you've kind of transitioned to, to a little bit bigger, a bigger pond. Um, how has that been for you? What have you learned? It's, I mean, it's been really amazing, and I think it's it's a bit unfair because I or to compare because I didn't I didn't go to San Francisco just cold. Uh, I went with with 500 startups, which is like the most supportive accelerator probably in the world, and just has a huge network. And I've I felt like family ever ever since, and I, I really couldn't leave. I was also I mean I was doing Wrapped, and people were supportive, and now I'm doing Product Hunt and NYC. Uh, so I've been fortunate that I've been in two ecosystems in which uh, there's a lot of support and friends and just good, good mentorship and good yeah. times. In what ways do you think the, the startup ecosystems differ? I mean, obviously, San Francisco is San Francisco, but 
you know, I haven't been out there, but I've been in Detroit for a year. I'm, I'm really curious what the distinctions are. Yeah. I know. I, it's always funny. I always rave about yeah. San Francisco and Wilner never understands because he's never been there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to be a, uh, you know, it's, it, I'm in a position where I've been like championing Detroit for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm about to like say how amazing San Francisco is. Uh, I mean, these places are all amazing. You know, Detroit, New York City, San Francisco. Filled, I mean, every place has its own like charm and, and the big fish in a small pond is very true and took me pretty far with rap and I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Uh, San Francisco is just the, the density of accomplished people uh, is so, I don't, like there's so many of them. There's yeah. so many smart, uh, accomplished, intelligent people who are ready to help. Uh, if you're working on something interesting, uh, so it, it's, there's just so many more. So all the great things in Detroit and just so many more of it. <laughs> so much yeah, more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's two different worlds, really. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I, I don't want to, like, be the guy to say that. But um, you just, yeah, it's just a totally different world. Has that impacted you? Like, do you think that's elevated your game? Or what yeah, other ways oh, has that impacted you? I think the three months, I mean, again, I feel com- like morally, com- morally conflicted. But it's worth saying, the three months that I was in 500, I learned more than, like, any time in my life. I mean, I'm just... Every, so the way I learn is by talking to people who've done it before and who are you know older than me, smarter than me. I've sold companies for a lot. Um, and I'm just listening in on these conversations and learning by osmosis. I'm also involved a little bit in the, in the venture world. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm always talking to investors, passing deals. And my learning professionally uh, or in the tech world uh, has just been accelerated so fast. People are pointing out mistakes that I'm making. Um, but elevated my game like 2,000%. Wow. Just like if, if I was, you know, an aspiring screenwriter and I was in Hollywood. You know, that's just the place where it's happening and the place where all the other aspiring, you know, and there's other aspiring screenwriters all over the world, but that's just the place for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and can, can you tell me a little bit more about when you figured out that you, I feel similar that I learn best by, in conversation with other people or by learning yeah. by osmosis and drawing from my surroundings. What, when did you figure that out about yourself? I think relatively early, and I think the reason I've started a pod, you know, I've been wanting to podcast forever, <laughs> it's just because I want to learn. I want to learn from, yeah. some, I want to have a reason to ask people questions. Uh, <laughs> I've been a fan of Charlie Rose for, I've, for years. I've always just listened to interviews, and I didn't, uh, I learned pretty early because school didn't come naturally to me. Uh, I didn't do the lecture halls very well. If, in retrospect, I, I wouldn't have gone, um, and I'm, I'm just very quick. I asked the right, you know, I asked uh, questions and yeah, so I've known it for a long time. Yeah. How, how do you, I didn't, yeah, go ahead. I didn't realize how much, uh, like how great San Francisco was though. New York is also really great. I mean, a lot of cities are really great, but and maybe it's just, you know, if, if in Detroit I was hanging out with, with Dan and Josh every day, I would learn a ton too, but I, but I just wasn't, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess I just found an environment. It, it, it could be in any city where just people who are a lot smarter than you are willing to talk to you yeah. <laughs> um, and, show you the, and show you the ropes. Eric, do you, do you feel like you're doing something similar you know, in that vein except for online with Product Hunt? Uh, can you ask that again, Sorry. Do you feel like you're building something similar? Like building a, I mean, I feel that way when I'm, when I'm looking at Product Hunt. Like I'm kind of exposed to the top minds looking at the coolest products and able to engage with each other, um, on a level on a daily basis. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly, I mean, I, 
when I first joined Ryan at Product Hunt, I said, I'm going to work for free. And there's no, there's no hours. He said, no, I'm going to pay you. It's illegal to work for free. Is it okay? <laughs> but yeah, I was, you know, barely making anything when I first, and it, there's no, there's no hours. I'm just on all day. And really I'm, I'm just learning. I'm so curious, even though, you know, I don't have a ton of like phone apps. I'm not super curious. Like, uh, I'm not going to build a B2B business, uh, enterprise SaaS company, but seeing founders talk about their experience and seeing experts weigh in, all I'm doing is learning and I'm just super excited to open that up to, to all different sorts of industries. So, yeah, that's a great question. That's why I'm excited about it. So you have a full-time job where you get to learn all day and talk to really cool people. Sounds, sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's that day-to-day usually like? I, I know you, you do things like the podcast. I know you've yeah. done like brunches out in the Bay where you're <laughs> meeting, to, meeting all these cool founders. You know, how do you structure those days? Yeah. So, uh, because, because it's a startup and because it's, it's, it was, you know, for a long time, it was two full-time people. We just got a developer. Uh, it was a bit, you know, case by case basis. That's the lame answer, but I would say Ryan focused on product development and, and community of course. Yeah. Uh, but I was strictly community, uh, stri- so strictly how to keep the current community happy and how to grow that community. So that was everything from, I mean, for a long time, I was doing the manual, uh, and still am. I mean, there's a lot of manual work in terms of like, uh, you're almost running a, a newsroom or a newspaper, <laughs> like everything, you know, the title's got to be good. The, the subject line, you got to allow, allow people to comment. You got to make sure the comments are good. You got to jump in the comments. Uh, I got to get all the founders in the conversations. I've, I get relevant people into the conversations. So a lot of it is orchestrating the conversations. I got to find products. You know, every day we'll get like a hundred plus submissions for pro- I go through all of them. You know, we pick the good ones. I'm talking to users all day. Um, I'm reaching out to people we can partner with. You know, I'm putting collections together. Um, you know, press. Uh, just yeah, it's it's not like it's really not that structured. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. like <laughs> six. It's six a.m. to like nine p.m. and I take a break to play basketball at like six p.m. And it's just, there's me and Ryan are just going back and forth all day, just like managing the chaos. So I would say the first half of the day, or maybe the first three fourths, is just the chaos that is that is the the day. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> maybe just bigger strategic uh, stuff. But it, as you, it's just been a roller coaster. I mean, yeah. It just keeps gr- growing, and, and and we even just we I brought in another community person because we we couldn't handle it, um, and we're starting to get behind on the emails, um, but. Uh, yeah, so that gives some light. Yeah, and like I, I've seen this too that in Vegas, there's a lot of emphasis on community and community building without necessarily any understanding um, or assurance that it's going to be totally profitable. Like for the for the bottom line of the company or for the growth of the company, um, you know, that's you said all of your time and half of Ryan's time um, are going into community. What are you guys like? What are you measuring uh, as if that is worthwhile or worth all the effort? Um, in terms of like, what if we build this big community and we can't make money off it? <laughs> yeah. Or, or how do you value community? Why do you find it to be the, you know, the most crucial part of this? Um, yeah, you know, I, I the, the short answer, I think we just like it. Like <laughs> Ryan built this at, because he is a side project and it's, it's a representation of him and he just brought smart people together. And when I joined, you know, what excites me is not necessarily the financial potential, although it is 
is there and that's necessary for me, but I'm just, I'm making friends every day. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. we're just bringing more people. We're building a huge world and that's what I wanted to do. Uh, I knew I wanted to build a huge online community around shared knowledge or self-expression. And uh, in terms of how we're going to, we know that getting really smart people together, uh, commenting, you know, discovering products uh, is valuable. Also from a monitor's perspective, whether it's, um, you know, leading to more sales of the actual products, whether it's allowing people to promote, you know, in terms of how we're going to monetize, we're not sure, but there are a few different ways, you know, people can like promoted tweets or, uh, you know, we are charging for job posts and sponsorships of emails, or maybe it's a conference. There are, there are ways to monetize. Uh, but right now our investors and just our understanding is just build a very big, loyal and valuable, you know, community. Yeah. Um, these aren't, like trolls on the internet, nothing against trolls on the internet. I had a lot of them wrapped and I love them. Uh, but these are like, you know, these are investors. These are, you know, product enthusiasts. These are people who spent, you know, spend money and have money and it's, it's a valuable audience to have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like with a lot of those things, it's hard to measure the ROI specifically, right? Like, you know, social media, building community, it's really hard to say like, Oh, this, you know, makes us this much money. But obviously right. you guys, it's probably at, at its core, Product Hunt is a community. So it's pretty easily justifiable to spend a lot of time on those things. Yeah. I mean, we're focused on, you know, we have to make calculations all the time about, you know, depth versus breadth because we're, we're trying to scale our community. You know, we're trying to make a big community. Uh, and we're also, we're also trying to make a deeply close one. And I think it's, it's just in our nature to, to, be, to be friends with, with the users and so, you know, when I throw a happy hour, you know, in San Francisco or New York or a brunch, it's not, you know, the, the direct ROI isn't, isn't like readily seen, but I, right. I know it helps. People are telling me it helps and I, I would do it anyway. I just like doing yeah. it. And so, um, it's great that we can do that. Yeah. I was gonna say, it's funny. We've had a podcast before with, uh, the founder of our fellowship with Andrew Yang and, his, uh, his advice for life is like just throw parties and, and that's uh -huh. what he likes doing. And it's like, he's building, you know, with our fellowship, with all the, with a book he, he wrote. Um, it seems like a lot of people, you know, underneath the facade of the organization they're building are really just bringing people they like together to talk about things <laughs> they like talking about. Yeah. And I think it also, so one thing to keep in mind is like, um, uh, you would envision that, you know, we'd be like, we're getting a lot better at it. Because because we have to or we should, but we haven't been super super data oriented. Like we do things that we we use our intuition a lot, and it's just been working. And yeah. so you know we're yeah that's just, we're just two guys working out of a Phil's cafe, uh, just building a community. We're not at a super science. Well, I guess we're scientific about how we built the product. The product is built to maximize sharing and and you know a good experience, um, but. Uh, yeah, when you're doing things that work, you can get away with, uh, like not having super, you, you, you just having an intuition about it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, obviously the community has been pretty awesome with product on so far. I'm, I'm curious what it's been like, uh, getting thrown into this and getting all of the attention that you guys have gotten recently. Like I've seen so many sites now that have, you know, in the press banner for, you know, for the, yeah. you know, to give them, it's like TechCrunch, Pando Daily, and Product Hunt. Like, what's that been like managing 
all that attention. And I'm sure so, you guys are, you have media vying for your attention, all kinds of things. So it's, I'll tell you one, one the reason they have that there is because I asked them to. <laughs> uh, that, that's what a lot of, you know, actually I see people right now who have it in their Twitter handles. And this I didn't ask, but like Product Hunter or they'll have it on LinkedIn. Like uh, really? I'm, I'm active. Here's a link to my Product Hunt handle. Wow. Um, those I didn't ask. But after every day, this is another thing I do. You know, I ask people, the people who are in the top 10, uh, if they're interested to write a post uh, and I'll, we'll share it. Um, and a lot of, you know, it helps them if they, if they want to, because then, you know, we share it, we have an active, you know, big Twitter, they get more buzz and it helps us. And we also, you know, uh, they're pretty grateful to us for giving them like free traffic pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and high quality traffic. And so they like give, but yeah, we're, we're deliberate in that sense. Um, but in terms of managing the attention, one thing we do is we, we kind of have a like no meetings policy, like, uh, especially up until demo day, we've just said, you know, a lot of people ask for meetings and we just say, we're heads down right now. We're only two people. We're running this huge community. We're very behind. And what we've done is we've, we've, we've held a few big events like happy hours and brunches where we, uh, just all the people who asked to meet, we just, you know, invite them. Um, and so we've saved a lot of time. Uh, but I mean, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's kind of amazing. Uh, it's, it's interesting because, I, you know, there was a point where Wrapped was blowing up and at which I was very, uh, you know, getting similar attention. And then a point where Wrapped was, was the opposite of blowing up, was tanking yeah. and lost all of it very quickly. So I know, and it's, people can be very fickle about how they treat you and how they remember. And so I know that a lot of it is like, kind of like with a grain of salt. Uh, and I don't want to like, I'm very, I want to manage my own ego. So I don't, I don't like, it's nice, but we're not going to let that get to us. Like we want to build uh, and we have a lot of stuff we haven't announced yet that's going to get more, but we want to build a great company and a great community and the buzz dies down eventually. And yeah. you, 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 sometimes you need to have substance behind that buzz. And so we're focused on that. And, um, what was really just great is that a lot of the people on the site are our friends and whether yeah. they're friends in real life or they're friends virtually. Um, and so it's just positive to make, make new friends, but about any, like, you know, Brian's about to be in TechCrunch disrupt. Um, you know, it's, if it's not happening yet, like fame or fame is a crazy word, but like a lot of attention is, go, is going to happen and we're just not going to let it get to us or like me and Ryan aren't like partying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but we're like, we're not going, we host events and then we do, but we're not like going out on weekends. We're like, we're just working. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I think that that's really honorable, especially because you hear so much about the buzz and, you know entrepreneur celebrities and it what's funny and, and I hope this doesn't come off as too strong, but like, it's really not about you. Like you invite the people right. to these brunches and parties and whatever and happy hours to meet each other. Yeah. And then that's the essence of product hunt, product hunt. It, right. It's not about you or Ryan. It's about what you're building, which is actually about them, them themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's, it, that's really cool. I also, so I had a team, um, I was helping manage progression labs, which is an accelerator, pre-accelerator program we have in Vegas and, uh, emo Gmo, uh, was, I think about it two weeks ago. And so I watched, uh, these two founders get, get onto product punt, you know, get upvoted to the second spot, kind of ride the wave of, <laughs> of traction on their second day of being in the app store. Um, and, and the funniest story that came out of it for me is that they got like, 40% of the users, um, were in like Saudi Arabia. Huh. 
using this this emoji messenger app. So, I mean, how how big has this thing gotten? What what's the most interesting or far off um, engagement that you've had? So, uh, I don't have the numbers exact numbers right in front of me, but so one thing to note is I believe fifty percent of our users are outside of the uh, U.S. Um, so a lot of it is around just tech hubs around the world who want a, uh, an insight into what's happening in, in Silicon Valley, because that's where we started and that's where a lot of the you know, early contributors are. Um, but I think the stat we're using for demo day is that it's grown like 75% month over month since January. Huh. Um, and I think it's right now, I think it's at like a couple hundred plus thousand, uh, uniques a month. Um, yeah, so it hasn't like absolutely, absolutely blown up, but just the rate of growth has been very, very fast or very high. Yeah, I saw that there was a uh, product hunt meetup group started in Tel Aviv. Yeah. Oh, that's one. <laughs> that's the thing. I, so I ask people to throw meetups too. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you just ask, if you give people a good experience and then you ask them to do, spe- I'm going to write a post about this. You ask them to do specific things, uh, they want to do it. You know, they, so I want to I get like a tour going um, of like, so we have one in Tel Aviv, we have one in Hong Kong, we have one in uh, Toronto, in Amsterdam. But wow. we, yeah, just 50% of our users are outside the U.S. and they're, I mean, they're super tech crazy, right? These are early adopters, and so they want to meet other early adopters. We, I even saw someone is creating an OKCupid okay product hunt, uh, like you know, collection of users. <laughs> um, so you're creating a community of people who, who of super enthusiasts who want to meet each other. And, uh, and yeah, that's crazy to see and super excited. And, you know, I've barely traveled, so it'd be amazing to travel the world, you know, to go to different places, uh, under the auspice of, a or, you know, a product hunt meetup. Yeah. Do you feel like there's, um, you know, the, the creating a more of a divide is like the people who are really into tech and new products and innovation or wanting to meet more people who are really into tech and products and innovation. Are we, you know, creating a wall between, um, like technophobes and, and the rest of the world or, you know, what, where is this, where is this leading us as a society? I mean, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I, my first response would be like, maybe these early, or these early adopters seem to like a lot of them, especially if they're outside San Francisco, um, are like kind of in a, fr- like kind of alone, like mm-hmm. I, you know, kind of in a fringe world where they just follow it on Twitter and now they get to interact with, with like-minded people. Um, so I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's putting a wall, but at the same time, you know, we want to be, you know, Ryan's mom like uses Snapchat and Tap Talk and is super is super plugged in. And she's she's from Oregon. She's not like a. I mean, I don't want to talk about Ryan's mom, but I, you know, we are trying to, you know, cross the chasm, so to speak. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I hope Product Hunt isn't like super complex or super inaccessible, um, and I would I would love it to have appeal. We we do we we got a letter from like someone who was like eighty nine uh, or an email. Uh, we have a user who's eighty nine years old. So yeah, I don't I don't think so. Um, but I'd be open to hearing criticisms and or things we could do better to to make it more accessible. Yeah. What what's been the most like unexpected thing that's happened? Like obviously you guys created a really simple product, um, and, and I wonder what emerging behaviors you've seen that just came way out of the blue. I mean. Ryan can answer this better, uh, yeah. but it's just, well, one, we've just had no trolls, like, <laughs> like yeah. no, just no trolling at all. And I think that's because Ryan really set the stage with like, 
uber positivity and reaching out to everybody. And, you know, it's interesting because people will be like, I'm friends with Ryan. And I like thousands of people feel like they're friends with, with Ryan and, and <laughs> to, to a lesser extent, you know, hundreds or whatever, it is, like now me. Um, I mean, just because we, we just set a tone. I think if the community sets a tone, you're just, and I we're, and we're, even as we've grown, we've just, we haven't had trolls. We haven't, you know, we've had, we haven't had much haters. Um, and that, you know, if you, if you don't want haters, you're not doing anything big enough yet. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> so that's gonna, that's gonna happen. Um, but it's just been, people have just wanted this for a while. Like there's, it's like, a, so you see like TechCrunch, for example, is amazing. I mean, there are you know, lots of great periodicals or magazines that are amazing, but they're not like by the people. So to speak. like Product Hunt has a more like, um, you know, we, we, we interact with the users. We say, th- we say, you know, great product. You know, it has a more like uh, democratic feel, but at the same yeah. time, only a few people can contribute. I mean, so it, maybe it's more meritocratic. I don't know. I'm not answering your question and I'm rambling. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I it's, it's like you, you just touched on both ends of like the spectrum from democratic to like leadership driven, you know, Ryan set the tone with his, yeah. with his leadership and you know what he wanted this community to feel like. And it, you said it really well before that it's the product is kind of an extension of who he is. But at the same time, it's totally democratic and driven by the people and, you know, who's part of it. So I think it's great that you're able to kind of straddle both sides of the spectrum um, equally. Yeah. And, you know, that's an awesome point. Another thing I want to say in terms of, like, how to make it more accessible, we've had a lot of kids uh, come on and have products, and and we really highlight that. In fact, we're about to – I don't know when this is coming out, but we're about to launch a partnership with uh, major league hackathons to do like every major hackathon is going to have their own board and, and hackathons are, you know, high school kids or college kids working on projects. And so we want to give them more exposure. Um, and yeah, so just further your point. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like you're, you know, you got into, into building and, and startups really young. And I mean, all of us are right. Can yeah. relative to industry and when people are, technically supposed to be building companies, you know, what, why do you think it's important for, um, students in high school and college to feel that upvote, um, early on? What do you mean upvote? Like get an upvote on their product that they built. Oh like, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> oh, you meant literal upvote. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. Like a literal upvote. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, getting validation that the thing you're building is cool. Um, I mean, cause text, I mean, like if you're in a, in a, I study economics and, you know, if you're bored in lecture hall and you have this idea for, for an app, whatever it is, or an app, some sort of creation and you make it, you know, no one at your lecture hall might be impressed. They might like, Hey, pay, just pay attention to what you're do what you're supposed to do. Um, but if you can go to a community that really supports what it is you're building, you just get, and that's what hackathons do, right? They, they just validate the act of creating. Right. Um, and so it's just a, another extension, uh, of that. Um, and I think we think it's like really important to get minimum viable products out there. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of, you know, things that people put on product hunt aren't like fully, you know, they're, they're not, some of them aren't launched yet. They're not fully built out they're, And it's just, it's ways to get feedback. It's ways to get validation. Um, and I would highly promote that among young people. And one thing I want to say, which just came to my mind, but doesn't answer any of your questions is <laughs> when, when wrapped, when, when things were like just trucking along, and there came a point where I just like the growing and the learning uh, didn't w- was like sl- slowed down dramatically, and the 
the like insurmountable obstacles like our tech was crashing without a CTO and money, you know, just became so obvious. You know, I, I started to panic, right? Like, what, what am I gonna, what am I gonna do? I sent a big email to, you know, people I really admire and trust and friends and mentors, and like, hey, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I might be interested in, blah, blah, blah. And I was essentially interested in building an online community that, you know, like wrapped, but just in a different context. And I was very fortunate that within like three days, I I was talking to Ryan about product hunt and I I just asked him, can I can I just help you for free? Um, and I would, I think helping people for free is like a really good way <laughs> to, um, to like get started on something like pro- working product hunt for free. It was a one month trial. That was like a minimum viable product of if I would like it. And I think if you're under 30, I don't know if just take some random age, if you're not loving the thing you're doing or you don't feel like you're growing at it or learning at it, unless you're getting like insanely, insanely rich, like, I, you know, and I'm not talking like. <laughs> You know, like insane, like to at which point you could do whatever you want. And you're so you, like you life is too short for that. And you're too young not to be doing what you love. And there's so many things out there that are amazing. And just being proactive about just asking a lot of just asking, like putting yourself out there. Um, and I just got lucky that product hunt happened to be like the perfect thing. And I came early enough at the perp, like we had like 30,000 monthly active users, the 40, and then it just grew, you know, so much from there. Um, but yeah, a lot of luck comes with it, but also just putting it yourself out there on a, on a big scale and not being afraid to like, to, to acknowledge when you're not growing or learning because I have a lot of friends who are like in denial about the situation and stay for too long. Just like yeah. you know, your friend who stays in a bad relationship for too long, like just cause they don't know that there's someone else out there, but there is right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like one thing that helped you in that situation was kind of the, the personal community that you'd built, right? So you had yeah. friends and people that you would trust that you sent that email out to. And, you know, when I look at Ryan and how he started Product Hunt from the jump, it, it really was this community that he had built, this yeah. network that he had built around him, um, just in a different context. And now he had something for them to sink their teeth into and to really help with. So what advice would you give to, you know, people like us our age about building their own communities, even if there's not like a product yet that they're that yeah. they're trying to build it around. Yeah. So great, great point, and that's absolutely true. Uh, I just interviewed Ryan about this for Growth Hacker TV uh, about how he built an audience before he, you know, even had a a product. One thing I would so a few things. One, then this isn't popular to say, especially as someone with a lot of Detroit love, but being in a city in which there's a lot of like super awesome people who you want to have in your network and just way older than you and way smarter and way more accomplished. Uh, and a lot of, you know, capital is, is amazing. And yeah. so I knew I loved Detroit, but at one point the, it just seemed like I, uh, completed my tour of duty or like, I just, I, I felt a little bit per- professionally stagnant. Um, and wasn't getting the, the support I, I, I needed, I guess. Or, or less that, I mean, I had so much love for it, but less that, but that San Francisco, I just did. I, the 500 was amazing and I had my community. So joining an accelerator like that or just being in a city in which you're just right in the middle of it or being in a company in which you're just right there is is really a fantastic thing. Uh, working on Wrapped, I mean, without Wrapped, I would have never, you know, ad pro- allowed me to meet so many awesome people uh, in, in different industries and different stages of their lives. Um, and I would, 
there are just certain, you know, right now I'm uh, like add value to people's lives. Like I pass a lot of deals because I see to investors and I do it for free. And I just, it takes me no time, but I become their friends. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing. I, and enough people, not enough people do this. For when I was in 500, I was talking to like 100 plus, you know, over the three month period, 100 plus investors. All of them said no to rap. Like rap, no one was funding music, and there are a ton of reasons why no, rap was a no. But I would re- like recommend my friend companies that they would say yes to. And I, I could have been like, well, if no one's gonna, if they're not, if I'm not gonna get the money, you know, no one's gonna get the money. But those people remembered and wanted to help me out, and then the investors became my friends and started connecting me with other things. And now I'm, it looks like I'm gonna work with with, with one. Um, so just adding value, being in a place where it's all happening, I would say an accelerator is like a top accelerator is an amazing place to be. Um, just places where you wake up every day. I wake up at 6 a.m. You know, we wrapped up waking up like 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. Just wake up super excited and you go to sleep and you can't st- like you think, oh, my God, I learned like my mind was blown today. Uh, a lot of it has to do with just density and the environment in which you you find yourself. Ryan used Twitter. I mean, that was the way like yeah. Ryan. You know, Ryan's not like a super, uh, I'm more extroverted in person and I'll, I'll meet with a lot of people. Ryan, uh, like he writes a lot and he, he wrote things that added value and he, he's, in, he's super extroverted on Twitter. I mean, know whatever your medium is. Um, and just, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like different tips and tricks, but the, the highest level, just put yourself in a, in a situation where you're consistently meeting awesome people. I mean, it sounds like, uh, you know, you've done it in terms of like you were in Vegas and then you went to Techstars and you worked at a few startups. I mean, you're getting a lot of these different experiences and this, uh, you know, network sounds like such a lame word, but this community <laughs> really of people who, who want to support you and you can learn from. And I, when I sent that email, I sent it to like 70 people, you know, yeah. um, like one of them had to have something valuable, you know, um, yeah, I, I think that's spot on. Like, I, I talk to Shopee about this a lot. One of the most valuable things I've done is, you know, my senior year at college, I worked for free for this company called Dwala. Um, yeah. It was a payment startup. Um, like, I reached out to them on Twitter just because I, I saw what they were doing thought it was cool. And, like, we arranged for me to be, like, an intern going into my senior year. And I, I like, did work for them while I was taking classes for, like, probably three months. And it wasn't like a crazy heavy lift that I was doing. I wasn't changing the face of the company by any means, but like to this day, some of my biggest supporters are in the Dwala family. Like mm-hmm. they were people I met through that experience just by like spending a few extra hours, just helping this startup for free. Um, so yeah, I, I think the working for free thing is a great, great point. And to yeah, me, also something- mentioned, yeah, go for it. And I was going to say, it's something that uh, I, I've been trying to figure out how to articulate to some of the new fellows in, in Philadelphia now that I've moved here. Um, you know, we went to some event that was like a maker event. And then, you know, we saw the same guy had a shop and he's doing American made clothing. And one of the fellows was going on and on about how it's so cool. And she wants to like, you know, be involved in it and maybe like leave her job soon so she can work with him. And, and it, one of the benefits I've seen in the last year is by doing things for free or offering value to other people, you're allowed to have lots of identities at the same moment. You know, Mm -hmm. the formal employment or the formal arrangements are, shouldn't be a constraint to the number or, you know, types of things that you spend every day doing. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's nice. It's like, it adds, you know, complexity of fabric to, 
to what your, what your life is made up of or the type of work that you get to spend time on. Yeah. 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 I would say another thing, and Alexis does this so well, but like treat just, I mean, it's obvious, but just treat everyone well, regardless of, of status. Status is really fluid and changes very quickly. Um, and also, but at the same time, know where you're like adding, know where your bread and butter, it, like why people see you as valuable and, and stick to that. And for example, if like we say no to meeting people during the week, but we say it in nice, like uh, people respect us for it. Like we love the people that, that are reaching out to us and we want to help them. But we also know like, if Product Hunt isn't growing and isn't doing well, like we're, we're not, we're not helping our, our users, you know? Right. And so it, you can say no in very respectful uh, and appreciative ways that leaves the other people uh, even more like happy with you sometimes. Yeah. That's Eric, cool. I feel like you need to like give a seminar on, on how to win your twenties. <laughs> that's, that's very kind. I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't think that's, I mean, a lot of it is through like uh, struggling, you know, like I, I rapped, I felt like I was like fighting every day, you know? Um, and when you, I think that's a good place to be in, but in your like young, tw- I don't know. I have a, a bias towards like growth at all costs. <laughs> yeah. Um, as opposed yeah. to like, I don't want to, I don't want to feel comfortable. I, I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing I'll, I'll quickly say to our listeners about Eric without being too flattering. Um, you know, I remember last time I, I saw you, Eric in person was at Kathy Chang's hot pot when she was, uh, getting ready to leave Detroit. And, you know, one thing Eric does really well is he, like, asks a lot of questions when you're talking about <laughs> So, like, I remember you were, you asked me, like, point blank, like, what have you learned? Like, what have you learned in the past, like, few months? And it wasn't – you weren't quizzing me. You were just, like, trying to steal knowledge. Like, you, you were trying to, like, take whatever I had learned and make it your knowledge as well. So I think that, like, asking questions and – and showing other people that they're valuable to you and enabling them to provide that value is, is another huge thing in terms of building that community around yourself. I, I really appreciate that. You know, one thing I'll say, I just sent an email to my like top 30 friends or whatever, uh, about asking them for, or just random people I trust asking them what my strengths and weaknesses are. I just, I just feel that's like a good exercise, uh-huh. uh, because like I'm so biased in terms of what I think I'm good at or what I think I'm not good at, and um, one I, I got great great feedback and and some consensus. One of the things, the strengths which I really appreciate, you noticed was was asking questions or asking smart questions, and I, I so being curious is like super important. And I when I'm like I'm not forcing it. I'm not like asking you because you know I'm just trying to make you feel better. Although you know that's a good thing too. I'm like. I don't know anything about boost up. I don't know anything about that industry. And I just know that that knowledge will help, you know, is, is helpful. Uh, and you appreciate it too. So thank you for, for noticing. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. (laughs) You know, Jack Dorsey did the same thing with his company. He like sent a survey out being like, what do you think, you know, asking for feedback on his leadership. Um, so I I think it's cool. It's like a very great tool for self-awareness and, for others to, you know, get a chance to tell you how they feel about you, both kind of all the good stuff and some of the stuff that you can work on. And I, I want to say something about you guys, which I really appreciate. I like, especially as I'm in the the bubble that is San Francisco tech world and I've been in it, you know, when Raft was, was not doing so well. And so I was getting no attention and I've been in it when product hunt is, is doing super well. And so I know how fickle people can be. 
is um, and what I'm trying to do with my podcast, what you're trying to do with your podcast, like humanize you know, some of these people and yeah. um, you know, like preserve our humanity in like this capitalist techno optimist. Like, I mean, not to use a lot of buzzwords, but just be, just show who people are and that you know, humanize them. I, I think that's a super, super valuable service. Um, and so I really appreciate what you guys do. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate, I I mean, that that's part of this is from the outside, anything that's doing well, or, you know, any person that you look at that seems to have like the dream job, uh, it's hard to understand objectively, you know, what, what they're going through or, or what their daily struggle is or the hardest part of their day, week, month or hour. Um, so it, we've went through a lot of that in the last year. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to bring out in others too. And and no, no, yeah, no one has it like all figured out, you know, exactly. and yeah. also a lot of it builds on, on each other and especially like really successful people. I, I, as I've been studying and I'm, I'm not in this category, but it, it's like <laughs> exponential, like it snowballs right. one thing happens and that leads to this. And then, oh my God, they've, they've done, I was just studying the guy who founded Buzzfeed. Um, he was at HuffPo and he's got a fascinating story and he can't, he can't really explain it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, do you have any other cues? Or what's, what's unsaid? Like, what, what do you want to know? I mean, I'm interested in like, so we talked a lot about product tent, about wrapped and, uh, you know, about your, your kind of day to day in San Francisco and, and how you kind of fit into this tech world. Um, I, I was, you know, have spent time in the Bay area as well. And some of the best advice I've gotten is to make friends outside of tech, um, to like keep, to like preserve your own humanity in a way to like, you know, keep yourself like a balanced, a balanced person. That's not just living in this like startup whirlpool. Um, so who are, who are some of the favorite people that you've met, um, in the Bay area, regardless of, of your 500 and YC communities? Yeah. So, I mean, that's an amazing point. And I, I don't consider myself like a super, super tech person. Like I don't have like a ton of apps on my phone. You know, I'm, I'm like, it's, I like to read books. I, I like the liberal arts. You know, I, I'm, I want to have different types of friends or, or friends who inspire different parts of my brain. And that was my big fear. In fact, you know, in Detroit, I had best friends. I had like potlucks every Friday. I mean, namely I would just eat at Todd's house. Um, and we would just relax and chill and not talk about, you know, how much users we have or how much money we've raised or, or kind of these more superficial things. And, uh, it took me a while in, fi- in San Francisco to find that. And I'm still finding that. Um, but one thing that's helped me is hosting events. You know, when I talk about the community, a lot of it is, you know, also been to make friends, you know? <laughs> so just meeting people who I find who might be interesting or, you know, who I just, even just on Twitter, I just found, um, whether they're in tech, whether they're not in tech, um, and just inviting them to brunches, to, to our events. So proactively reaching out to people who I find interesting, uh, whether they're writers or whether they're comedians or, or whatever, and also going to different, like I've done a few improv classes. I've, um, I went to some comedy events. I've hosted a, couple, uh, a rap event. I just trying to do the things that were my life in Detroit and the reasons why I love Detroit so much and so much culture uh, and try to bring that to San Francisco. But it hasn't, it hasn't been like easy and I'm, I'm by no means like settled within a, with like my best friends yet, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. I, feel, I, I feel much better about it and I feel good. Uh, and I'm talking to interesting new people, but it takes time. Yeah, it's something that we've uh, we've also seen in, in moving to new places and trying to 
to build like a trusted group of people, which is, you know, exactly what we were doing online with product tent and, and we all kind of need in in all parts of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Balance uh, is important. And, and product Hunt does it in like an intellectual way. But th- th- for me, there's, there's also this like deep emotional, like I want to just go to the equivalent of Todd's house in San Francisco and just, <laughs> chip, just relax or just kick it and just laugh. And, and I'm finding that, you know, slowly but surely, but I, um, yeah, no, I, I totally, that's a great question. I mean, how do you feel about it? Like just moving to Philadelphia? Yeah. I mean, it's Philly has been great so far. I, I have spent a lot of time not with people in tech, but just with friends of friends or random, you know, people who are here for post back, you know, for med school or, or someone I went to high school with that that's in Philly. So it's been, I think there's almost a magic of being in a new place. I moved here three days ago. Um, you know, that my weekend was filled with, with non-architected friendships. It was just kind of whoever. Um, so it's, it's been great, but it's, it's something I'm keeping in mind as well as trying to balance all the different parts of who I am, like in the type of people I spend my time with. What are you most excited to, to learn about at first, uh, first round? Thanks. I'm glad the tables have turned. Um, I, mean, I, I don't mean to make it. Okay. I'm, I'm just really this is how Eric is. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm excited. So I worked, you know, with Jen McCabe in this hardware portfolio, and she had never been an investor. Um, she was an early employee at Remotive um, and had done production and was working on building this factory while we were doing customer development through the fund. And so I kind of set up all these processes, was thrown into investing at 22, deal flow diligence, all of our first calls, like kind of this stuff that I had in, in hardware manufacturing, uh, you know, physical product, software embedded companies that I, I had no idea. Um, and we figured it out and it was fun. And I learned a lot from like meeting people and asking for help. Uh, but I'm excited about first round is that they like kind of know what they're doing. You know, they have their communication set up and they, they know how to do diligence and they have the resources to like go to cities and, and find people. So, um, just like you said, you know, being able to learn uh, from people who are way smarter than me and older than me and more experienced than me um, and doing it not just in hardware, but in kind of all all the things that First Round's involved in and figuring out how I can can add the most value with the person I am, which is, you know, who I, I talk a lot and I like meeting people and I like talking about what people are building and working on. So it should be good. I'll also be in San Francisco for a week every month as part of my job. So, uh, yeah, we can be real life friends too. You got to come to a brunch. Let me know when you're in town. Yeah, I will for sure. All right. Well, thanks a lot for coming on to the show, Erica. I think this is a really good conversation that I'm glad you kind of turned the tables on us at the end there and asked us some questions too. Shows, uh, kind of, kind of embodies the whole product hunt, um, product itself in terms of the community that's built so uh yeah thanks thank you guys for having me and it's fun to become your friends you know you're even more of your friends because i knew mike before through this (laughs) awesome